0: You're listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Aquarius season in 2020. My name is Renee. I'm an artist, an astrologer, and a somatic intuitive. In these audio horoscopes, I'll outline what I perceive as the main areas of focus for each sign in the month ahead and give you creative, embodied, and practical suggestions for working with this season's biggest opportunities and challenges. Remember that horoscopes describe general energies, and it's up to you to get specific. Listen with your intuition on and your mind open. Take what works, leave the rest. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you what your sign is. It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign is determined by the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. To learn more about what's coming up in the next 30 days and the major themes of 2020 in general, make sure to listen to Freedom from the Known, the Embodied Astrology episode for Aquarius season. You can find this episode linked in the show notes, from my website, or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. If you'd like to learn more about astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can subscribe... If you'd like to learn more about astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month and receive access to an extended monthly forecast and printable astro journal that gives you detailed day-by-day breakdowns of the planetary aspects and lunar cycles and suggestions for how to work effectively with their energy. Subscribers also get discounts on year-ahead birthday reports, online classes, live events, and embodied astrology basics handbooks. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. I know how helpful astrology can be for making sense out of the world, and it's important to me to keep this work financially accessible, especially during these crazy times in the world. If this work benefits you in your life, please support me to continue making it. You can make a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going, and side note, recurring monthly donations get you access to the awesome subscriber content. The number one way you can support this work is to share it. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify, and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Embodied Astrology. Thank you so much for your support. I truly, truly appreciate it. I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message, and I will be right back with your horoscope. Welcome to Aquarius season. Here we are, we have arrived. It is the sign of the future in the year 2020. How amazing is that? So if you have been listening to the Embodied Astrology horoscopes for the last couple months, I've been talking a lot about this kind of intense process that you've been in, that everybody's been in but for you that's really been centered around um, the the kind of mechanics of your life. And so this includes your body and your health, first of all, and then expands out to include your home space, um, anybody that you're taking care of or any beings that are um, yours to take care of, like animal companions, and also your responsibilities your jobs your tasks and really in a larger level the way that you are able to be useful in the world how you can show up and um labor, basically <laughs> like you know we're all here to do some kind of work so what's the work that you're doing? and this question of of purpose and labor and responsibility has been a really big one um, for over a decade now and you've really been working on something, refining something and uh, I hope at this point that you're feeling your capacity that you um, actually feel like you know even if things are, still hard that you got it under control like you you've done enough that you understand what you're working with it's not going to completely overwhelm you and you have some agency that's the feeling that I, I hope you're having right now. Because the last month has um, kind of piled something on you in some way and pressed you and squeezed you and asked you to um, continue the work that you have been doing and really rise to the occasion. And like, you know, trust yourself, like embody this process that you've been in. Um, and I, I think that you've been able to do it. That's the sense that I get from looking at your chart. And this process isn't over. There are still pieces to to whittle down. There's still refinement that's happening. You're still um, kind of feeling your way into this new space of agency and maturity and um, taking care of yourself, taking care of your body, taking care of your responsibilities. You know what needs to be done. Now you have to continue to do it but there's something that's different now. There's a a different sense of, um, of your capacity and also probably your responsibility. Now, as we move into Aquarius season, you are ready to let this work start to lift you up and to bring you out in some way. And it's like you've been in this um, inner space for a really long time, like working really hard, trying to figure something out. And now you're going to start to move out into the the outer world with it. So a couple of different ways I could imagine this, depending on how this, this these transits are, are working in your chart. For a lot of you, this has to do with with work and the labor that you have been focused on for the last many years, the way that you've been trying to figure something out, you've been wrestling with something, um, it's going to start to pay off and it's going to start to pay off soon. And you'll have chances now to, to come out into the world in a different way. And that coming out into the world is exciting. It's also challenging because now you need to free yourself up. And the way that you've been hyper-focused on this process that you've been in and um, consumed by it, that has to change. You might need to delegate. You might need more help with what you're doing. You might need to let go of some responsibilities or let go of your fixation around some things and get freed up. And um, this is a really important feeling for you uh, in 2020 and definitely through Aquarius season is letting go of the the kind of fixated process that you've been in and experimenting with a new way of being and this new way of being is more um expansive now there are plenty of you who've been working with your health um during this process and if you've been working with your health then first of all let me say that the the process you've been in has been really intense and um I know for myself as a Leo rising person that I've been going through a bunch of of health issues that are very deep and they're very systemic and they are not over. And I'm looking at a lifetime of changes right now. I'm I'm serious about it. It's like I gotta I gotta shift. You know I have to figure out how to do things differently so these long standing issues that I've had um, don't continue to wreak havoc in my body. And these are issues that. They're inherited, you know, they're, they're really old, they're really deep. It's like, I got to figure out how to do something different. So if you are like me and you've been dealing with, with health issues that are coming up, where I hope you are right now is that you're understanding the, the systemic drive for these symptoms that you're experiencing and that you kind of have a, an awareness of this underlying landscape that you're going to need to continue to transform. And now you want to start to bring um, that awareness into a greater sense of consciousness and also into your embodiment in the world. So you need to um, probably make different agreements in your relationships to some extent and different agreements with yourself in the way that you're going to engage um space for yourself or care for yourself or your own discipline. And as you um, start to figure that out, I think that the the result that we're working towards is actually, again, a sense of of freedom that wants to come in because you understand what you're working with. And as you start to clear these issues from your body, even if they've taken a big toll, there's also a feeling of relief that can come in. There's also this feeling of expansiveness where you know what the thing is, you're dealing with it, you can feel that there um, is kind of probably a slow moving, but definitely a a palpable change that's going to start to happen for you. Um, So During Aquarius season, first of all, I really want to encourage you to lighten the fuck up. (laughs) You're you're so, um, you know, you're such a powerful being. And um, what's going on in the Leo solar charts right now is so much, you know, intensity and this kind of uh, really... Um, firm focus that's been happening for so long, and now there needs to be a release. That now there needs to be a um, kind of an expansion back into the world. Kind of remembering, like, wow, there's like billions of other people out there. Everybody's going through stuff. You know, I don't have to wrestle with this thing um, all alone. I can get out there. I can, I can do other things. I can relax a little bit. So I hope that this is something that happens for you in Aquarius season, and I would encourage that as a priority to think about. Now, a couple of things are, are happening in the season that have to do with movements of the personal planets. So the first thing that's happening is that we are entering one of uh, Mercury's retrograde cycles, and there are going to be three this year. So this is the first one. So this cycle begins on February 3rd, and the beginning of the cycle is called the shadow phase. The shadow phase is when Mercury traverses the area of sky that it will then return to in its retrograde. Um, the shadow phase lasts until March 5th. That's when mercury stations retrograde it will retrograde until march 16th and then it will have to re-traverse that terrain one more time so then there's a second shadow phase until march 30th. Now, the majority of Mercury's retrograde will be spent in Pisces. It'll backtrack um, a little tiny bit into late Aquarius, but mostly it's in Pisces. Mercury, when it's retrograde, is the symbol of the mind turning in on itself, becoming more reflective, less linear, and straightforward. And this is why we get the cautions of Mercury retrograde that communications can get wonky and to be careful with agreements that we're making or contracts we're signing. Now, when Mercury is in Pisces, these um, cautions should be kind of upped tenfold because Pisces is a sign that is um, never linear. It's never logical. It's never straightforward. It's always very sensitive. It's always working in the subtle plane, Um, not necessarily the informational plane, but the plane of, of vibes, vibrations, sensations, intuition. Mercury retrograde in Pisces is a time when we can use this influence um, to heighten our capacity for intuition, to heighten our connection to the subtle and the sublime fields. And so this is like spiritual realm, sacred realm, um, connecting with divination, astrology, tarot, other forms where you're kind of consciously trying to build a bridge between yourself and your conscious mind, and then the liminal, the collective unconscious, or a greater kind of super consciousness that includes um, other realms. So that would be an awesome way to use this Mercury retrograde. Now, A not awesome way to use this Mercury retrograde is to try and get a lot of clear, logical, linear, straightforward thinking done or communications. And especially for you, this Mercury um, retrograde is influencing the part of your chart that has a lot to do with the subtle connections um, between you and your important relationships. And when I'm talking about subtle connections, I'm talking about stuff that is um, often unspoken or it's hard to speak about. And it's where um, you kind of get below the surface layer of the relationship. It's where you get into, um, you know, feelings that you're having that are hard to talk about or vibes that you're getting from someone that are hard to place. And it's also where you get into the kind of um, entanglements that happen in any important relationships where, you know, we're always working with each other's baggage. We're always going to be interfacing with, um, you know, the the person in the present moment, but also their traumas, their biographies, um, their, their hopes, their fears, you know, stuff that they themselves might not have language for. So this This place that's the in-between space in relationships, that's the subtle, deep space in relationships is where Mercury Retrograde is going to be influencing you. And my sense is that there's some important work that you're doing right now um, that has a lot to do with trust and with how you want to, to open to other people. Now, when you're opening to other people, um, think kind of expansively about that, because there's a lot of work that you seem to be doing right now that's in the world. And so other people might not be, um, quote unquote, important relationships in that you know who they are. They could be, um, you know, it, it could be the collective, it could be strangers, and the subtle imprints that you have around relationships are the things that are arising right now. You really want to um, pay attention to self negating and to the way that you can um, kind of get confused about boundaries. And again, think any relationships where you tell yourself you're not worth something. And then this leads you to kind of give a lot of your energy away or um, not ask for the things that you need. If you're sensitive and you're permeable and you feel that other people want or need something from you, you might um, kind of get into something where you feel like it's your responsibility to give them that, even though it might not be the thing you want to be doing. It's these kinds of ideas that I'm trying to get around. And over the course of Mercury Retrograde, you want to learn something about these ideas and how they function for you. And so your subtle um, body and what it does in relationship is the place to be uh, researching. This is the place to, to reflect on how are you emanating? What are the, um, kind of core beliefs that arise within you? What are your fears, your insecurities, your, your deep desires that are really hard for you to admit to? Um, they need to come up, they need to be visible for you. And you want to encourage, um, a a, a lot of compassion for yourself as you meet these parts of you and really try and meet them with curiosity and notice how your relationships are influenced by your subtle energy. And again, relationship might be with the entire world. It might be with strangers. So it could also be like you know, you walk by someone on the street, do you have an immediate kind of embodied experience of mistrust and danger? Or, you know, can you feel like your heart can open or your eyes can get soft? And you want to be moving more and more towards, um, a a space of love. And this is like an internal space. And so that doesn't mean that you are like a, (laughs) you know, just, um, always loving towards everybody or willing to bypass your boundaries or anything like that. Um, but it, it does mean congruence. It means awareness of what's happening in your inner body, especially so that you notice where you um, kind of get confused about who you are or who another person is or what they want. So that theme of mercury retrograde is important. It's super subtle. And this is a a kind of great theme to work with with a therapist or with your journal or again with some kind of um, divination practice that could bring up a, a lot of support for this process. Another transit that's happening is Venus will move through Aries from February 17th through March 16th. Wherever Venus travels, it brings attractive magnetic energy. And for you, Aries um, represents a part of your chart that has a lot to do with the meaning that you're making um, for your your life and your path, and also with you and your role um, as a seeker, as a seeker of truth, and potentially also as a teacher, as a facilitator. So this period of time, February 7th through March 16th is a wonderful time for you to really connect with your sense of deeper purpose, um, with teachings, with a path and um, kind of open up your heart and open up your mind to where you want to be going and what feels like the kind of ultimate priority for you. February 16th through March 31st, the planet Mars will travel through Capricorn. At the beginning of the horoscope, when I was talking about this transformative process you've been in and the way that you're grappling with your responsibilities and your health and your jobs, your process, um, this is Capricorn. So Mars is going to move through this space and bring heat and power and force and passion and also potentially um, some aggression or some conflict. Now, this uh, transit can really boost your productivity. It can really uh, give you a kick in the ass to, um, you know, again, to do things this new way. And it can also bring up some uh, internal kind of aggression for you. And so, again, I really want to encourage you to think about how can you get less on your plate? How can you relax? How can you free up your energy? Use that Mars transit to be a, a like kind of sword, Mars rules, sharp things, and cut out what you don't need or want, clogging up your system and clogging up your to-do list. A couple of important lunations this month. There will be a new moon on January 24th at four degrees of Aquarius. Check your natal chart. If you have any planets or points around four degrees, this new moon is especially potent for you. This is a new moon coming into the relationship sector of your chart and the um, place where you meet the outer world. This is a great time to think about how you want to evolve in terms of your social identity and your relationships and how you're putting yourself out into the world. Really, kind of invite in a a new external identity, how you are projecting yourself out, how you're coming into relationship with others. This new moon is preceded by a couple of days of tension, and then there's a kind of breakthrough. So, if you feel kind of wound up um, the 23rd, the 24th, um, take deep breaths, know that it will pass. There's a full moon on February 8th and 9th, depending on your time zone, at 20 degrees of Leo. Uh, If your sun or rising sign is 20 Leo or around there, this full moon is really important for you. Again, the full moon is an opposition between the sun and the moon. So the sun is at 20 Aquarius. This full moon is really encouraging you to shine. Uh, Let your Leo self come out. Have courage, have confidence in your creativity. Let yourself be seen. Check in with me at Embodied Astrology on Instagram or Facebook and your inboxes for um, lunar attunements. I send these out at the new moon and the full moon to help you connect with their energy. And I really hope that this horoscope is helpful for you. I'm wishing you all the best in Aquarius season and beyond. Bye for now.